Welcome everybody to another episode of Fair Faithful Podcast. I'm Brian Frenio. Joined by me is my co-host Christian Dyer and our boy Dion from Night Gang Podcast. And we have a special guest, Chris Polo. How are we doing, fellas? Doing great. My boy Christian's having trouble with his headset right now. <laughs> can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, now we can. I pulled everything out because fucking restream ass. Always issues with this shit. This is why I stay on StreamYard, man. <laughs> oh, Brandon, I, I told him to go back to StreamYard. I can't guys, get all this shit that I have right, right here. You know, like like with the with the videos, the clips, and like all that stuff that you usually do. That's the only reason why I didn't go back. You should be able to move it. I don't know, but. Um, Okay. All right, for sure. All right, so let's uh, get this show started. We're going to be joined by Rohan in 15 minutes. But um, other than that, training camp has officially ended. We got our first preseason game tomorrow. Uh, Chris, let's get your thoughts on how you thought the um, team did throughout training camp and what you, I mean, from what you saw, what do you, what do you think so far? And what, do you, what, do you, what do you expect from Trey Lance and the O line, especially. <laughs> I think, I think for me, I the defense sounds like it's just going to be dominant. Um, I mean, a big part of that is, or at least from training camp, there were days out there where the tackles weren't playing, mm-hmm. and on top of that, like there was kind of musical chairs, like Rohan always puts it with with the center position. There's just a lot of inconsistency, so it's kind of hard to get really comfortable in the pocket for Trey when the O-line is completely different all the time. He started mm-hmm. out the early parts of camp without Debo because the deal wasn't done yet until they got the pads on. Um, but the chemistry he has with Brandon Ayuk, we finally got to see that outside of like, you know, just workout clips, you know, just like on a random open field. Like we got to see them in pads, like, uh, Brandon's running routes with Charvarius Ward. Like we can see the ball placement from Trey down the field. We can see really the catch radius that Ayuk has never really been able to show off all that much with Jimmy at quarterback. So that's really exciting to me. Um, I really liked hearing the way the secondary played, just based on you know on paper what the roster looked like, and also hearing what people were saying about camp um, and how the defense was doing. <clears throat> I kind of had the thought this is probably the best defense they've had since at least like the 2011. Uh, team with Jim Harbaugh I was thinking this could be like the deepest roster and that seems to be the consensus that a lot of people are saying is like this is arguably the deepest team the Niners have had in like 10 years and is the deepest roster that Kyle Shanahan's had so I'm really excited obviously health is a big thing luckily they've avoided avoided big time injuries to big name players yeah. I know Mo Hurst went down but he only played like in a couple of games last year so although it sucks for him it's not really going to be that noticeable for the Niners as a team um so I'm really excited to see the way the defense plays. And in terms of really the terms offensive of line, I, I really want to see Burford. Burford, to me, sounds like they really got a stud. Um, his his status as a starter hasn't even been questioned since the OTAs. Like, he came in, won the job, and it's really never been in jeopardy. So that's what I really want to see. Because if he's really, really as good as people are trying to make him seem um, – I feel way better about that interior line, even though center is still iffy. Um, Dion, got any thoughts on top of that? 
Nah, honestly, I just I second everything that he's stating, basically. Um, I don't put a lot of stock in what's been going on in uh, training camp just based mm-hmm. on the fact that, you know, it's musical chairs at the different positions on the offensive line. It looks like the only two mainstays have been Banks and Burford. Um, you don't always have Trent Williams. You don't always have uh, Mike McGlinchey. Um, hell, they're even rotating. You know, they're even still ramping up Javon Kinlaw. So, for me, basically, it's just a situation of, you know, the roster being deep and them using training camp as a tool to tell them what they have and some of the players that they've drafted and even some of the UDFAs. Um, I did see that Leon O'Neal, I guess he cleared waivers, so now he's back on our IR or something to that effect. Yeah, yeah, um, I saw that today too. But for me, yeah, but for me, man, honestly – it's just a situation of knowing who that starting line is going going to be. And I honestly think this is what happens. I think Jake Brendel beats out Daniel Brunswick for the center position. And I do believe that Spencer Burford stays at right guard. I believe that Daniel Brunswick is our do-it-all offensive line. He's not going anywhere. Like, we're not going to cut him. He's going to stay because he can play anywhere on the line that you ask him to. And Kyle said it himself, Dan doesn't really need to practice. He'll be fine regardless of, uh, you know, that as far as that's concerned. So I have to worry about that much, and he should be perfectly fine as far as, you know, being the do-it-all guy and possibly even a swing tackle. I know we're going to keep several more offensive linemen outside of our starters, but I, I find Daniel Brunson to be the do-it-all backup and that's okay. I'm all right yeah. with that because right now, Burford's got a stranglehold on that right guard position, and they like him. They like him a lot. Um, I like him as well. I, I love the way he does his press conferences. Actually, my favorite person at first press conference is uh, Aaron Banks um, because Banks looks like he's pissed off 90% of the time, especially when they ask him dumb questions. Like his body language and his demeanor is like, you know, you just said something stupid, right? You said that out loud. So, I uh, I look forward to seeing Lance play a few a few series, and then they'll most likely get him out of there. But um, honestly, going into this game, the, the, the curiosity for me is going to be how well our DBs look and how well our wide receivers look, and who's vying for that fifth and sixth spot. Because we know that uh, Debo Ayuk and um, Jennings are pretty much a lock for the roster. After mm-hmm. that, you still got Danny Gray, you still got Ray Ray McLeod, um, and you got a bunch of other people. So we'll see what happens. But yes, for sure. So that was going to be my next question. Um, going into tomorrow night's game, how many like snaps do you think Trey Lance gets, and um, who else will be out there? starting with him um, and that time being that he's out there. Uh, I want to go with you, Chris. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we can. Is it, okay, cool. Hopefully oh, went out it. again. Okay, there it goes. There it goes. Okay. It's yeah, good? You're good. You're good. All right, cool. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, right, I don't know I don't know entirely who's going to start, who's not going to start. I, I, I don't think Trent Williams is going to go out there. I, does he need to? Like, I, I don't think he needed to see that. I don't know if they're going to put McGlinchey out there because they've been kind of ramping him up too. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of that, I feel like he two to three series for Trey, I think, 
think that's probably what he'll get. I wouldn't be surprised if they want to give him a little more just because they kept talking about how he does need more reps, which is true. But I think two or three series is probably going to be fine um, just because without the starting tackles, I definitely don't want to risk that dude getting injured. Um, mm-hmm. That would be a very terrible thing. So, And also from the thing from camp that we saw was a lot of reports saying that he's kind of running for his life at times, and that's really occurring when the tackles aren't there. So I, I'm just kind of thinking that the tackles are not going to be there i mean when rohan jumps on maybe he can give us a better idea he's been there so um you know if they do then shoot i don't mind playing him a little longer but um that to me is the key is is the offensive line who's out there because i like i said i want to see burford i'm kind of waiting for the regular season to really judge trey a little bit more i want to see the regular season reps when he's going up against ones and playing with the ones Mm -hmm. i think that's going to be the best way to look at it Um, i don't want to read too much into it this early and get into the whole like he completed this many passes on this many attempts like i'm not gonna like pick apart every single throw he makes at this point um yeah i really want to see the running backs and burford tomorrow that's what i really want to see like tdp i know jordan mason's been getting some um praise from camp also i want to see how trey sermon is looking um and i really want to watch burford like i really want to see if this this beast yeah for sure uh Christian, I'm going to hand it over to you. Uh, who would you like to see out there, um, you know, killing it tomorrow night? I just want to see how the offensive line looks, really. I mean, I guess it, we won't get to see the full uh, extent. The full extent, but I wanted to see how it looks. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I don't pay that much attention to the pre- preseason too much, a little bit, but I'm not as – I kind of wait till week – I like to wait till week one and then really <laughs> – <laughs> kind of get an idea, but you guys have probably been paying more attention to training camp and stuff than I have. But everything time, every time everything is going on, I'm at work and I drive a truck, so I can't pay attention to everything anyway. So, yeah, makes sense. I just want to see how the offensive line looks. That's our biggest weakness. So I'm interested to see how well they're going to do because I feel pretty confident about everything else on this team. Yeah. So, yeah, for sure. D. Yeah, um, I mean, for me, that's just what I wanted to see. I just want it to look like I'm pretty sure the O-line is going to be basically a backup O-line. I do expect to see Aaron Banks. I do see Spencer Burford out there. Um, and it will probably be a healthy rotation of people. You know, they may even have mm-hmm. Colton McKibbitt start at left tackle. Um, right tackle is a question mark. Probably going to be just in school. Um, just do like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jalen Moore is hurt right now, and he was playing right tackle for the time being when it came to, you know, them ramping Mike Lynchy and whatnot. So I don't expect to see too many. Probably won't see a lot of Debo, not a lot of you because everybody's just cautious, just making sure the guys don't wind up getting hurt. We already lost Charles and Eman for a bit. So I'm pretty sure basically uh, that that's the case. So um, that'll be a curious. I'm hoping that the you know, next two guys up to start, are going to be Diamond Lenore and Ambry our draft picks. Let's see if Ambry is ready to be on the outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's see if let let's see if uh, Amador has proven himself enough to be able to be given that that uh, that right by D'Amico Ryan's uh, to be able to start and get out there and show us what he's got. You know, I know he started over Ambry Thomas, had that interception, and then magically he disappeared. And you know, late in the season. Ambry starts playing special teams randomly. Ambry starts playing, you know, starting for us. So it all depends 
but I honestly think that uh, for me, it's going to be a, a good thing to see how they look and what we've got in these backups because we all are aware of who these people are. We just want to see them in the games and see what they truthfully look like. Um, hoping that, uh, you know, my UCLA guy, Quantrez Knight, gets some time out there so we can see, you know, what he has and what he can bring to the table. Um, we'll see a nice little healthy rotation. It'll be nice to see uh, Drake Jackson go out there, see if he mm-hmm. can get a couple of a couple of sacks, you know, and see see that flex, that bend, and you know that that unbridled athleticism that everyone keeps raving about. Um, as far as the people in the building, so I would definitely be glad to see that. Um, yes. I was going to say, I I mean, I think Thomas kind of proved he belongs already. His play down the stretch in the end of the season and in the playoffs. I mean, I thought he earned a spot as a starter. Yeah, but I he got. He's been getting baked in press, though. Yeah. He, oh, okay. He, That's the thing. He ain't – these, uh, these training camp, he's been getting murdered, man. And the I number don't, one thing about Avery is he's fast, but his his speed ain't he, – he, he got burned by uh, Danny Gray on several occasions. And and I don't know about what the total numbers are. Maybe Rohan knows again. But I remember yeah. the first 20 <laughs> – the first 20 attempts – Ambry allowed 17 catches in the in the first 20 targets of camp where he was targeted. Um, I don't remember if that was like in scrimmages or if it was one on ones. I'm pretty sure it was scrimmages, but we'll have to ask and clarify. Um, and he got bumped down below Tariq Castro Fields in the depth chart when they were practicing. So that to me was like, whoa! Like if if Tariq Castro Fields is pretty raw, has already jumped him in the depth chart. That's interesting, you know, because that, uh, they did get deeper at corner. My biggest thing when it comes to the secondary, because I don't even expect Ambry to, like, if you have Emmanuel Mosley and Traverius War, I, I don't see, yeah, I don't even think Ambry's going to sniff a starting spot unless guys are hurt. But my, I want to see the nickel spot. That's interesting because yeah. we've heard, like, Denard. We've heard Womack. Um, I don't know who else they might. I know that I think Tariq Castro-Fields might have saw a little bit of action like that earlier, like earlier in the process. Um, people have talked about, well, can Ambry play in there? I don't know about that, but that to me is the one part. I know some people might say safety with Hufunga, but that to me is the one part of defense where I really just don't know who's well, going to start at that point at the nickel. What uh, what do they have Thomas running when he's giving up all these catches? Is he playing bump and run, or they have him doing zone and different things? I'm just I curious. Think doing, I think they've had him doing everything. A little I bit think of so, yeah. He I seems to be a lot – he seems to be a lot better at bump and run. Like, he seems to be a lot better when he does the bump and run. That's why I was curious because when he was doing that towards the end of the yeah, season, the, he – the thing is, really is well. they're not always going to – the issue with that is they're not always going to play to your strengths. You're just going to have to play within the system. And D'Amico yeah. has been very adamant in most of his interviews that they're just rotating guys in. I mean, you heard mm-hmm. Kadar Holman out of nowhere, and you're like, where, where did this guy come from? So – I mean, when I look at it, I think it's just going to be a situation where they're going to try to get as many guys in to see what they can do, um, give as many guys as many reps as they can give them, and try to split it up evenly so they can, you know, start making assessments on who needs to be cut and who needs to do what. My, you know, my only cut that I want, you, y'all already know that. I just, I'm telling you, I'm getting drunk when Tim gets cut. I'm going to be faded. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be the only person. They said they holding him to possibly the end of cut day. Um, and speaking of that idiot, 
Uh, yeah, I saw earlier where he was like, Jimmy never text. We've known that for years because George oh, yeah. told us a long time ago. Yeah. So if if Silver said because Jimmy didn't get back to him, we'll cry about it because you 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 can go try to find him and his fake ass elite arm talent, and you guys can have dinner, you know, with his little porn star girlfriend or whatever. I don't know, but and then you have to talk about it, how Silver likes to block uh, people that just tell tell him facts basically. He 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 <laughs> blocked oh, yeah. me. He, blo- he blocked so me he too. blocked me because so he was going at people saying like. He said someone was questioning his accuracy, and then someone was like, oh, because a quarterback is an incomplete pass. He's inaccurate. And I was like, okay, dude, here's a two-minute clip that I personally put together. Just some of his some of his worst misses this year. He replies to me talking about how the – oh, that throw is bad. And I was like, what do you mean that throw? There's like eight of them. This is a two-minute clip. And he was like, oh, didn't realize. So, bro, you couldn't even have the patience to watch a two-minute video of film on this guy, and you expect me to think you know what the hell you're talking about? Is this, is this silver? And then, mm-hmm. Silver. And then he, and then Peter Lucas, who, who has the Niner Fanatic podcast, he, he was um, <laughs> talking to him and, and going back and forth a little bit. And then Silver goes back at Peter, like, making fun of his podcast name and saying, good luck with your career. Like, bro, Silver, anyone can do what you do. Any four of us can go on national TV and say something dumb, not knowing what we're talking about and get paid for it. And then when people in the Niner community were calling him out, he blocked all of us <laughs> at that point. Yeah. So I'm blocking. Oh, no, I, swear, I swear to God, I'm like, I'm the, I'm, I, I, I promise you, I'm the only person in the hive that is not blocked by Adam Dude, Silver. I barely. That's because I haven't said anything. <laughs> I barely just anything got blocked. Yet. Yeah. So one of the one of the I think it, it might have been Kyler Murray or um, Stafford, but some something with their arm. So I was making fun of him and um, and uh, Cowherd. So I tagged them both in it and I said, "Arm fatigue, um, arm fatigue podcast coming soon." And uh, it was like quote tweeting. <laughs> it was quote tweeting. It was quote t- tweeting one of the ones of the other quarterbacks are having arm issues. And then he freaking blocked me for it. Yeah. Well, you know what kills me is we're talking about this arm fatigue, arm fitness, and everybody liking that to Trey Lance. Kyle comes out and says he, he doesn't know a quarterback that he's worked with that arm whose arm doesn't get tired at some point during the season, throwing a football on a consistent basis every damn day. And it's then like a pitcher. what happens with Matthew Stafford? Oh, yeah. Tendonitis. But it's not being named, labeled arm fatigue or arm fitness. It's yeah. being labeled elbow tendonitis. And now everyone wants to start saying, oh, we need to watch the Rams situation because we don't know if <laughs> you really think that, that, that the Rams are going to come calling for Jimmy fucking Garoppolo. Yo, I heard really? that rumor today, and I was like, what? Oh. I'm like, no. now no Cleveland, way Yes, Cleveland sounds really, really like, like a very, very viable destination. Because NFL is pushing for Deshaun to get a full year suspension. And they're saying, like, ban. I mean, I'm like, damn, bro. Like, ban? Look, Ben Roethlisberger out here doing all kind of crazy shit. The Giants kicker was beating the shit out of his wife. But Deshaun Watson got to get banned? I mean, damn, we didn't even use these terms with these guys. But magically, Deshaun, he we want him banned. You know, we're, we're going to make a strong stance. And we're going to make an example out of him. Bro, that has Thanks, six Kevin. games handed down from a woman who did her research and looked at all, all of the facts and said, per your rules for the league, 
this is the 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 punishment that should be handed out. Now I know Solar are on the, on the train. Give him a year. He's despicable. He's this. He's that. Yada yada. Me personally, let that man serve a six game suspension and pocket football. Because you know what? Once he starts winning games, no one's gonna give a fuck anyway. I so, can guarantee you that. He settled what twenty seven to twenty eight lawsuits or something like that. Just got one person bitching and complaining. And we all know what civil suits are. It's all about money. We know that. If you settled outside of court, you paid somebody. And that's all that was. So it's like, okay, you got your voice heard. You said what you said. I I look bad. I look horrible. That wasn't enough for you. You want some money. Here's some money. Leave me the fuck alone. And that's how civil suits work. When they couldn't, when when OJ Simpson got off, what they do? What's next? Civil suit. Why? We lost. Because I want some money. <laughs> That's how it works. Hey, but um, so when it comes to like the six games, she was just basing it off the one accusation. Yeah. There's technically four, but she only based it off one. So if you do it per accusation, that's 28 games. Or 24 games, my bad. That's 24 games, six per accusation. So that's probably why it came in low because she's basing it off one accusation instead of four. Yeah. So if you go off yeah, that, I then mean, if she's a it, judge, she, she had to look at the facts of it in general. I mean, yeah, but like she was just, she was just going off one, not, not, not the sum. She was, she went off, apparently went off only one instead of, instead of like all of them. So that has a lot to do with, I think the lower, um, the lower amount of games. But I think like uh, Goodell is extremely serious because normally he like he beats around the question and he doesn't answer it or say much. And when they asked him about Deshaun, he said predatory behavior. Like he straight out came out and said like the worst possible word he could say, predatory behavior. Like he definitely has an issue with this. And that's what Goodell said. Goodell said it's predatory behavior from Deshaun Watson. That that sounds like something Goodell would say, though. Normally he goes around in circles and dances around the question. This time he came out and said it and said, hey, we're going oh, for no, We want no. a full year suspension. Yeah. yeah, you cannot with this type of situation. It's just, it's yeah. not going to work. Mm-hmm. The public will look at the NFL and that's even more of a black eye if you try to downplay this. And I guarantee you that's exactly how that's going to work. But, um, Silverado Kev says Trey won't have to carry the old week one. He'll just need to take what's given, uh, hit most of his layups, and extend plays and not turn the ball over. And we're playing the Bears. Like, you, the Bears aren't – they ain't strong in any way, shape, or form. And I know somebody lied and, and, and said that Justin Fields said that he was throwing the receivers that wouldn't make six string at Ohio State. I know that was BS. <laughs> but let me tell you – let me let me tell you this. Um. Oh, you know what? The reason he may have trouble getting in is because restream is is crappy when it comes to people being like a little behind as far as when they come in. So that may be his issue. Um, really? As far as Rohan, yeah, they yeah, it's it's super meticulous. I did it one time with uh, Mose, and he was using restream, and I think I was like maybe like 10, 15 minutes late, and it would not let me in. Sometimes it's weird like that, um, but. Um, I, I agree. Trey Lance won't have to carry the team week one. And Kyle basically laid it out there. He basically said, 
Yeah, this is why I stay on StreamYard. I told y'all, don't mess with this shit. But Kyle basically stated that he's going to take care of Lance the same way he took care of Jimmy. Jimmy didn't know every fucking thing when he came here and ripped out those five wins in 2017. He shit playbook. He was just out there playing backyard ball, basically. And he didn't even throw a touchdown his first game. We won that game off of Robbie Goldfield goals. So he'll do the same thing for Lance. And, you know, Adam Rank's going to look real stupid because he picked the Bears to beat the Niners in week one. And he's out there just acting like it doesn't work. Um, We're going to start 2-0. If, we? if Rohan can't get in, man, I can just create a stream yard and we can all jump over to the days. <laughs> Dude. I'm, we, trying, I'm trying to get him to maybe we, try uh, a different browser maybe. We <clears> – <throat> We're gonna go start two and zero. We got the freaking Bears and the Seahawks to start the season. We got a pretty easy start to the season. And they're probably and they might not have Roquan Smith. So yeah, yeah. that's gonna be yeah. With him one one the trade Dude. and holding out and everything. Nikhil like Harry's down, so they got Mooney and that's it. Uh, Kev, and I'll no, send you, I'll send you and no right offensive now, line, no offensive line. Dude, our defensive line. I got. I'll send him a link. I got him. Okay. Our defensive line is gonna dominate dominate that game, dude. <laughs> They're gonna bully that that off their that offensive line. Yeah, th- there's gonna be he, there's gonna be some Bears turnovers in that game. It's gonna be like two or three Bears turnovers in that game, probably. I'm not gonna lie. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I to me, those first two weeks are like the perfect situation for Trey too, because he's been going up against an elite defense in camp. He's gonna line up week one going up against the Bears, and he's gonna be like, "Holy shit, everybody's wide open!" <laughs> like that's probably what he's gonna experience. So, not having to face like a Bosa on the other side, like I don't know, he might cook in the Seahawks game a little more than the Bears. I don't know. Like after having a week of real reps against starters and having game action going into the next week, and he's at home, uh, gonna need that prep because you go to Mile High. I don't really know yet how to feel about Denver. I think they're gonna be pretty damn good, but I I just. I, I, you guys know when we play Russ, man, it, it's just different. So yeah. I, uh, they lost, they lost their red zone receiver, though. Looking real bad. Yeah, he's not throwing interceptions he is, in camp. And they, he doesn't and they have any like breakout stars like he did in Seattle. Well, they lost their, they lost one of their better receivers, their red zone guy. But, mm-hmm. uh, uh, what's his name? Tim Patrick. Oh, Tim Patrick. Tim Patrick. Oh, yeah. Right. He, they lost Tim Patrick, and he's their, he's their red zone guy. So, as long as they have, as long as they have a running right, game, still. So I know Melvin Gordon. I know Mel, Melvin Gordon just went down, and Javante Williams going to be there. He like he gonna... feeds off a of running offense. He, he's not like that era. When you let Russ cook, that shit is exactly what happened to Seattle. Oh last, yeah, he's going to yeah, 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 he's so. going to destroy. But he, I, they still have Jerry Judy. They still have uh, shit. What's his name? Cortland Sutton. Cortland Sutton. Healthy. Cortland Sutton. So I mean, they and they've got, they've still got a viable, uh, a viable um, tight end. So I mean, it, it just it all depends, you know. Look, look at this I mean, polo love right now. Look at this. Damn, Dabo was coming out here, man. Damn. Well, we're, yeah. we're um, hey, go follow him, Polo. To I, I've been faults first of all. If I was gonna do my best treyway, which I won't say the exact words on here, but this is egregious. You guys know exactly what that is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's but, egregious. But if we get getting Denver earlier in the season, they're gonna still have be trying to figure <laughs> shit out. So we're probably I wouldn't be surprised if we whooped their ass. 
Yeah, man. But that oh, defense my. of theirs is pretty good. So, yeah. so for this for this game tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, man. There you go. Hey, so there for this is. game tomorrow, um, basically, like what I what I did was some of the some of the research I did. It says the standouts in camp are currently a defensive lineman, T.J. Slayton. He's a fifth round pick from last year. Um, he's been a pleasant surprise for the Packers, along with wide receiver Romeo Dobbs. Um, he's shining in the spotlight with Christian Watkins on the PUP list for now. Um, so he's getting uh, a lot of praise from A-Rod and company on how well he's looking to training camp. Rodgers also heaped praise on his backup, Jordan Love, saying he sees a ton of progress uh, in his on-field work and thinks the QB is getting better, along with being ready for his preseason game. Uh, Rico Gafford, along with Rashawn Gary, have also been standout players for the Packers. Uh, they're both, uh, of course, Rico Gafford is the defensive back, and we all know Gary's the D lineman. Um, and with Noses Darius Smith, uh, Rashawn Gary is going to be the main guy for them. So, um, for me, I honestly don't expect much out of Jordan Love. I really don't. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, they're going to heap praise on him and say he's. He's looking better and he's ready. But here's the thing: just paid Aaron Rodgers again. He just gave that man forty-something million dollars. So Jordan Love ain't gonna see the field no time soon. So he has nothing, nothing but time to just develop. Um, who do y'all think is gonna be a, a a bit of an issue in this game? And we'll start with uh, with Lefty, and then shoot over to Chris. Um, who do you think is gonna be the uh, the guy that we gotta watch? In this Packers game, who do you think is gonna give us a problem? No idea. <laughs> uh, I don't even. I, I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> first of all, I really don't know. You There's know, I no hate, Raider. I don't, I don't even. I don't even know anything. Anybody on the Packers, really? Anyway, hey. not that I can remember. I mean. I don't think any most of their starters are going to play, and yeah. I haven't really paid attention to any of the new guys on the team. So he out here. This is Plus egregious, bro. The Raider helmet's been gone. Like, are you? What are you, Davo? He are you blind? You not? You not seeing it? It's gone, bro. Come on, we got our championship Warriors hat out there. We got the perfect red and gold 49er hat. We're chilling, man. <laughs> I <laughs> throwing dirt on my name like that. That's nasty work. Damn, yeah, Rohan's still freaking having issues, man. If, if Rohan's still having issues, um, I don't know if you guys have heard this in the space, but I can actually just be Rohan. You, you heard that? <laughs> you can be Rohan? Okay. What so, okay, so if Rohan's really having issues, let me just fill in for him a little bit. Let me go to one of his tweets and, and do what I think Rohan would do to, to give some analysis. That's perfect because Rohan is is watching. Um, so Rohan, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tap in for you a little bit. Let's go to one of Rohan's tweets today about an hour ago. Okay. I would not be surprised if Kadar Hamilton makes the 53 man roster with threat on pup. You don't need to use a roster spot on him to begin the roster. Holman has finished or last year camp, I should say, and seems like a guy that the 49ers trust within the backups. So I think that the 49ers are really deep in the secondary, and I think that's going to be something to watch because Ford is not going to be playing, so there's going to be some opportunity for someone else like an Ambry Thomas or Tariq Castro Fields to prove themselves. There you go, Rohan. I tapped in for you. <laughs> I'm fucking dead. 
I'm done. Yo, I'm not even going to front you. That was Yo, not bad. Yes. That was not bad. Yes. I do. I do have. I do have Rohan's live streams. Rohan's actually really lazy, so he he he'll DM me, be like, "Hey, bro, I don't want to do my show today. Can you go on?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I got you." Here Here's go, Joey. Oh, Joey, Joey. Here's so, Joey. <laughs> to to finish your question, Dion. Freaking, that's funny. I, I mean, I guess I would say it'd be it's it'll be interesting to see if. Um, if love has uh, progressed at all, you know, he's going to end up being sitting around probably around the same time that Rogers did behind Favre. So obviously love isn't Rogers, but I wonder if um, the sitting for a couple of years uh, is helping him. And, and uh, so it'll be interesting to watch it and see if, how much he does get to play. And if he's uh, progressed at all since, since uh, being drafted, because this what his, this will be his third year now or fourth. Oh, for love, th- third year, right? Third, third year, third year. Third. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I know Rogers sat for three years. So, well, it'd be interesting to see what happens next year because when Rogers loses to us again in the playoffs, I wouldn't be surprised if he decides to retire. Yeah, I think the Vikings are going to win that division. It might be a hot take. I, I think they might win that without Devontae. The Vikings ain't Bay. winning nothing with Kirk Cousins' worthless ass. I, I don't know, man. They, <laughs> they, they, were close. they were close last year. They finally got rid of Mike Zimmer, so I don't know. Yeah. Bro, don't, Kirk, even, don't even get Cousins me Cousins still can Kirk sling Cousins it, though. Ain't, Kirk Cousins ain't winning shit. He will no, never sling win it. He could win the division, he sling but he's not going to after that. Win. I will tell you, he will never win a Super Bowl ring. He would have won. No, he won't. He, he, he won't win a Super Bowl. I'm just saying they might squeak out the division over Green Bay. Yeah, but that, yeah, but, yeah, but had we had Kirk, is you win the division and you don't, you don't go get the ring. That kind of sucks. But had I we know, had Kirk instead saying, of Jimmy, we'd have a Super Bowl right now. So. Yes, we would. That yeah, yeah, yeah we would. Huh? Kirk would have put oh, up fucking four, forty on that defense. We definitely no, would. That Kansas City defense in that Super Bowl, we would have put up forty. I don't points, believe in 20. Kirk Cousins by any stretch of the imagination. I never believed in him. So yeah, much but Jimmy, so much. Jimmy, Jimmy, Dude, Jimmy had a two to three touchdown interception ratio in the playoffs in his career. If we had Kirk Cousins, we would have been fine. Well, Jimmy's ass. Yeah, I mean, we all know that. And Jimmy's he doesn't ass. show up in the playoffs because he never went. He has never won a playoff game for us, people. If you do not believe me, please go look at his stats. The only two, the only time he even did anything in a playoff game where it mattered, you know, but, I'm not saying that Kirk, okay, Jamal, I'm not saying that Kirk isn't better than Jimmy. I'm just saying that Kirk Cousins wouldn't have got us a fucking ring. I don't believe that. I don't believe Kirk Cousins is good enough to win a Super Bowl. I believe Kirk Cousins passed his stats so he can get fucking paid. Yeah, but That's that doesn't. Just my opinion. That doesn't. It, it's not about being good enough to win a Super Bowl because Jimmy wasn't good enough to win a Super Bowl. But we got there. If Kirk was there instead of Jimmy, why we're in the Super Bowl, we'd probably win that game with that's, Shanahan that's too. The, because you not quarterbacks don't always just win nah, Super we'll Bowls because they're good enough. There's been a lot of quarterbacks there. Well, aren't good enough to win Super Bowls and they still win Super Bowls. So that's like <laughs> that's like saying Trent good deal for you weren't good enough so your Super Bowl doesn't count. Hey Davo, you know that if the Niners extend Jimmy, they save a lot of cap space? True story. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just <playing>. <laughs> <laughs> <Am I> right? <laughs> well, like dude, screw restring tonight, man. This doesn't happen to me. This is the first time it's fucking doing this shit. No, bro, I told you that's the case of it. it I've been telling him to go back. I've been Fuck saying, let's go back. Hey, bro. bro. 
God damn it. Oh, my boy Kev trying to get in on your base. Jimmy, Jimmy just wins because Kyle's such a mastermind and has we have a good team and Jimmy does enough to not fucking lose it. Bryce trolling. She's trolling. He's yeah, good no, enough. I, he's he's good enough game manager. That's about it. I know, Mariah. I, I'm afraid. Mariah. I'm afraid to let it go too. That jawline. Have you? You won't ever get another jawline like that, ever. ever. And you, you will never get another guy who's gonna miss a linebacker right over the middle. You'll never get another guy who just can't throw down the field. We need him. It, it, you yeah. know, it, I'm gonna tell you right now. No, to be honest with you. The person I am going to come at the hardest when we start winning games is Mike fucking Tannenbaum. I want to punch him dead in his face. He sucks Jimmy's dick on a regular basis. Oh He's blowing his balls the whole nine yards. He is doing the most. Every time that situation comes up, what does he do? I I I, I don't understand why the 49ers are moving on from, from Jimmy Garoppolo. He took him to a Super Bowl and an NFC championship, and it just doesn't make sense. Why would you just why would you walk away from that? Like get fuck out well, of here. What I don't understand is just because a quarterback went to the Super Bowl with the team, it's always the quarterback took him. Uh, if you look at the stats and you look at the fucking how bad Jimmy played in the plays in the playoffs, he didn't take us anywhere. He went for the ride. Yes. They, they act like Jimmy's the steam engine on the train. That motherfucker's the caboose. Yeah, what? no, I I remember I was watching, I was watching, uh, I forgot what show it was. I think it was this just in um, like last week or something, maybe it was a couple weeks ago. And I heard Mike Tannenbaum say like, Trey Lance is the answer for long term, but not for right now. He's really raw. I don't understand the rush you, to Devin, move on from a guy. He said, I don't understand the rush to move on from a guy who's playing at such a high level. That's what he said word for word. And I was like, high level? I don't know about all that, bro. <laughs> Made it to two, one, two playoff games without a touchdown pass and two interceptions. I don't know about a high level. That was <laughs> that was nasty work that he said high level. Yeah. Um, Did y'all want to switch over? Because I can just create a stream yard real quick, fast and in a hurry. As long Please. as I can pair my shit to you, to your stream, I think we should be all right. But oh, let's run on loading in. I think the the, There's rough, the roughest thing about the season is going to be the probably the uh, up and down roller coaster that it is Trey Lance this season, and not like a lot of Niner fans are going to lose their shit, and it's going to be hard to be Trey Lance this season. Uh, fucking Because I bet you were, so. I bet you we're going to win some games because Trey Lance and he does some unfucking believable shit, but then we're going to lose some games because he does rookie type dumb shit. So it's yeah, just but that's be, to be expected. Yeah, but well, for us, but a lot of people are going to be all over him and acting like it's the freaking end of the world because he didn't freaking play like a Hall of Famer in his third or fourth start and we lose a game. That's because those are casual fans. They're not, they're not fans like we are where we actually pay attention to the squad. We see the games. We know what goes on, and it's a little bit different. When you're a casual fan and you're just watching to see who possibly could win or lose the game, that's all you're doing. You wake up, check your phone. Oh, we won. Yay. Oh, we lost. Oh, no. Like, that. that's basically how that works. They're casual fans or they're fucking Jimmy sexuals. It's just how it works. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, Rohan, can you hear us? I can hear y'all. I don't know if y'all can hear me. Yeah, we can hear you. 
we, on airplane. Finally. Whew, yes, we finally can hear you. We got restream breath. Restream. Restream ass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I see restream it. Now you said something about pairing pairing the screen. channel. Uh, yeah. Do you know how to do that, Brandon? I do. I I just I think I just need you to what do you call it? Um, send me the link, and then from there we could uh, try to pair it. Because I know on here, okay. uh, Chris was able to pair his his channel. So, all right, keep going with the conversation, Rohan. Uh, Rohan, let's get your take uh, real quick. I know you've been at training camp this past week as well, um, and everything. How does Trey progressed and um, how how do you think how long do you think he's gonna play tomorrow night? Uh, I mean, I don't play. He'll play less than a quarter, maybe maybe at max one quarter. I know it's important to get trans reps tonight, but in my opinion, if if you're not playing him with the entire first. Team Entree Lance. Uh, like, I don't want him in the second team offensive. That's just not in general how the 49ers should go about it because it's experience. give him an actual game experience where he's going to play with his actual people. He might have to play where he understands how much. We lost him. It's frozen. Oh, Wally's in here. Wally, Wally. Hey, I know him. He's my cousin. Wally's (laughs) so funny. I love Wally. Dude. Okay. Um, This really sucks because we're. I don't know. I'm I'm sending you the link right now, bro. Okay. All right, so everybody in the chat, we are switching over to StreamYard. Um, Dion is setting up his page right now. Um, so give us a minute. We're having bad technical difficulties right now. Don't know why, but give us a minute and we'll be back. Give us. Um, are you sending it on um, WhatsApp, Dion? Uh, I'm gonna send it on Twitter. Okay. And then um, Rohan, we'll get you back on on Streamyard for sure. And then uh, Kev, if you're still in the chat, we'll get you on too. Yeah. Um... Uh, see, look at. Kev said, "Try Chrome and Edge. No luck." Yeah. yeah. Kev, ready to go, man. Too. <laughs> it looks like I'll be canceling this uh, subscription and going over to Streamyard. Oh, yeah. All right, I sent it to you. So. Okay. Um, Should be good to go. Let me get it set up first, real quick. It has to be way. Okay. Boom. Okay, let me do this real quick. Upgrade. 
Sorry, guys. I said it to you too. I said it to everybody. So we oh, all you know. You know what, um, Dion? That's why it's because you don't pay for your streamer, do you? Yes, I do. Oh, you do? do you, are you yeah. doing the twenty dollar one? Twenty five. Twenty five. Okay. Yeah, so I can have a bunch of people on my shit. Yes. Okay. So okay. All right. Sounds good. Let me just sign up for this shit real quick, so I can make sure my shit works as well. I think Roha, I think everybody, a couple people already backstage. I gotta enter the studio. Hold up. Okay, okay. I'll go into it right now. Um, we'll be going over to StreamYard right now, so we'll catch you guys in the chat. Okay.